0: Eighteen plus. Nothing here to see, just a kid. Trying to go some trying to figure it out.
2: Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of Brighton Rock. I am Peter Marsh, and for a change, I thought I would start the show. And welcome again, Russell Guy, as normal. Well, that, Russ, was, that, was, you...
1: that was controversial, wasn't
2: it? <laughs> are you feeling unsettled by not starting <laughs> off with the first word? I am, I feel left out. Will you make up for it with the final word, though? Oh, I'll go on then. <laughs> <laughs> so, for today's show, as, uh, as part of a, a follow-on from our, our last one, we're going to go somewhere slightly less controversial... I'm going to focus on the the Football League and the Premier League and kind of have a look at what's going to happen, what we think might happen in the next few months, who looks like going up and down and winning the leagues and uh, maybe even wander into Europe as well, the Champions League, and that sort of thing, maybe take a a slight detour. We could digress, couldn't we? Yeah, why not? But as we talk about the Football League partly tonight, I thought I'd uh, offer up a quiz question that I heard the other day. So, in the 2018-19 season, so last season, there were 10 teams who had a unique last name hmm. name them. We will give you the answers at the end of the show. And bear in mind that AFC Wimbledon, for example, is not an answer because Wimbledon is the team name. <laughs> I'm talking okay. about second name second name of the team.
1: Well, this, so. this is all new to me, so I'm gonna to have to think about this as well. So but yeah, I'll, see what you
2: can get, come up with by the end of the show, Russ. I'll throw in some answers If you and can then delay then... it as long as you can to give you more time. Oh, I've got a few, <laughs> I'm you with a few already. Time waste a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then we'll yeah we'll give you the answer at the end of the show, but see if you can uh, come up with them too. Anyway, on to part one, and we thought we'd start in the Premier League as expected. Why not? Actually? Yeah, and the only terrible teams are in that league, is so. Well, exactly. So, what do you reckon about who's going to win the Premier League this season, Russ? Well,
1: I'm, not, I'm still not <laughs> sure really. I, I think it's it's an open division, isn't it? Really, it could be any one of one team <laughs> could win it, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, I can't think of their names, it's just not been mentioned at all, is it really? In fact, it hasn't even been mentioned on this show. Um, I mean, it's it's a total procession, that's the word I've used before. It's even more so now, because Liverpool have won their, uh, their game against Norwich. City have now got, I think have got a game in hand. A, uh,
2: Wednesday, I think it is, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and that will help trim that 25-point margin, which I'm sure they can easily assail. Yeah. Um, and that's assuming they don't get relegated several divisions <laughs> along the way. Um Absolutely mad, isn't it, really? Most phenomenal record. I think we've, we've mentioned Liverpool a couple of times on the pod, so we won't dwell on it too much from my end. But all I would say is, um, something I haven't mentioned before, is Jordan Henderson has come into a lot of the thinking about player of the season, both yeah. in terms of Liverpool, but also in terms of over in the entire season across the board. He's really stepped up several levels, and he's, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's really, really taken on the mantle of captain... And he's been, I think, extraordinary this year in the levels that he've ste- he's stepped up.
2: Yeah, agreed. I mean, he's, you know, you hear about the bigger names like Van Dijk, Allison, Salah, Firmino, Mane, etc. But he is one, hospital who's the most solid part of that team and has been brilliant this year. But I mean, mm. it's, it, you know, Liverpool, as often happened this season, Saturday, weren't brilliant. But mm. they got the win and they, they found a way of winning more than any team ever has, really. Yeah. I mean um, one draw all season is a ridiculous record it's
1: crazy and and yeah and a number of times particularly earlier in the season they found ways to win as yeah. you said in games where they weren't, I wouldn't say they were the second best team at all, but they, they were certainly not, not best. noticeably better, yeah. and they've managed to grind out the results. Games that
2: have, have dropped points in previous seasons mm. and cost them the title, or possibly yeah. even top four.
1: How many times have we seen the likes of Manchester United do that in a previous era? Yeah, Other other teams across Europe? But no one Madrid. to quite this extent. Yeah, no, no
2: one th- to, you know, to the extent where 26 games is it now? Uh, they've dropped yeah. one point. Yeah. It's, it's
1: formidable. It really is incredible. And they're breaking all sorts of records. Yeah. Um, you look at the Arsenal team, who, of course, still hold the Invincibles record for the Premier League era. Obviously, Preston did it. And to be fair, that was a smaller division. So I think Arsenal's achievement is the greater. But Liverpool could very easily not achieve yeah. that. And yet, they would, in my mind, have achieved a lot yeah. more well, over the, the course the of the season. The question,
2: Liverpool, is once they've won the league, how interested are they? Do they focus on... <laughs> Yeah. Dare I say the FA Cup, having got th- kept in that, and the Champions League, and try and go for a treble, hmm. while ignoring all the records in the Premier League, or do they just continue to plow on the Premier League and try and win as many points as possible? Yeah, it's and it's it's all down to do they want trophies or do they want yeah. records or do they try and get all three, all of them? You know, it's kind of
1: that's the big question. And when all said and done, it is about trophies, and they're in a unique position. They're in as strong a position as any team could possibly be at this point to win the treble, that's Mm -hmm. not to say they will do it, obviously because one major factor of that, the league is effectively in the bag, the FA Cup, as good a chance as anybody, I know it goes down to one-offs in Mm -hmm. cups, and the fact they've got a tough
2: game at Chelsea next round as well, but Liverpool
1: are just not losing anything meaningful,
2: what sort of team will they put out at Chelsea will be the interesting
1: one, I mean you'd like to think they put out a strong team because it's getting to that stage in the season where it's a midweek game.
2: Yeah. The cup this year
1: and the Champions League's back in the equation yeah. at this moment isn't it just just this week so, I mean I, I think
2: Liverpool will get whatever records they want to get this season in, mm. the, in the league. It depends on where their focus goes and what happens. And The rest and is a bonus yeah, yeah I think that if they want to win every game almost around the end of the season, they probably will or they want to out beat him for the season. yeah
1: well, I know quite a few Liverpool fans of well, a couple of people I know quite well and other people who I've met along the way and it's so indelibly linked to their psyche, the league titles, because all my years growing up, that yeah. was what they did. And to me, it wasn't, a lot of people thought it was quite arrogant, but I don't think there was an arrogance to the way the fans were as much as just, it just became part of the fabric. And it's yeah. really in their psyche. Champions League or European Cup, as it used to be, obviously is as well. And I'm pretty sure that will be their second priority without any shadow of a doubt. But they have never done the conventional treble. So. Yeah. I wonder at what stage that becomes a priority. If, say, for example, they put out a semi-strong team against Chelsea, get through, they get the title in the bag, get through a couple of rounds in the Champions League, and they're now looking serious contenders for that, do they then completely prioritise the two Cups? Because I think they probably would at that stage. But maybe not. Maybe, as you said, it's all about making the craziest records they can in the league. Because if they get the full quota from here to the end of the season... That's going to be something else, isn't it? what we really, talked yeah. about for years. Even a come. couple
2: of draws or whatever would be. Yeah. I mean, a ridiculous record.
1: I mean, the, the other teams higher up the league. Man City obviously have fallen away. That's been a major part of
2: why that's happened this season. It has the to be Liverpool be said, City have fallen away, but they're still second. Yeah. And looking like they're going to come second. Yeah. I mean. And they're still ahead of it's a Leicester not a team. Not bad for falling away. <laughs>
1: exactly, they're ahead of a Leicester team that people still hold yeah. in very high regard, and people say, "Oh, it's been an easy season for Liverpool." Uh, not really, no. I mean, if you look at the points total of second and third and fourth, maybe not the highest they've ever been, but they're not, not bad. Terrible, yeah. They're not bad. Um, I guess we're thinking City and Leicester, aren't we? Second I and I think third? City and Leicester in
2: that order, second yeah. and third, yeah. I'd find it. i be surprised by anything else. And then fourth is an interesting one.
1: Yeah. Well, as we're recording this, just to kind of date this slightly, um, I think we were saying that Chelsea have just got a goal down at home to Man Utd. Yeah, that so that right? makes it much more interesting. Because that would then give... The initiative slightly to Tottenham. I'm, before I heard that news, I'm inclined to to have a hunch that Spurs are going to get that fourth place ahead of Lampard's Chelsea. Um It really is touch and go. But
2: Yes, as it stands, based on half-time score of United being up, Chelsea all on 26 games. Chelsea 41, Tottenham 40, Sheffield United 39, Man U 38, Wolves 36, Everton 36. So there's fourth, yeah. six teams within five points.
1: Yeah. And that really is open. And uh, anybody could do that. I do think. And actually,
2: Arsenal, Burnley, thirty-four each. So if it is as it stands, there's yeah. actually eight teams within seven points of each other, which is, which is yeah, yeah. It's quite tight, isn't it? Really we're only fourteen points off fourth place as it stands. I was going to
1: say I, I didn't want to get to that too early, but yeah, quite honestly, I've got this cheeky feeling. <laughs> no, um, Tottenham. I think. I think. Mourinho's got the know-how. I think he's got the savvy. I think they're grinding out results without Kane now, which well, is interesting. He had a bit of a
2: gap before, whereas they've not got now. And mm. yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham's yeah, yeah. signing of their um, January signing, who looks really good, who uh, from Eindhoven, um Oh
1: um, no! Is it for Ajax?
2: Bergwijn. Bergwijn. Oh no! So
1: yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bergwijn. Yeah. Yeah, That's he looks a good really player. Good. Doesn't he?
2: So he might be. The, the player that allows Son to play up front, and mm. obviously, we know Son's capable of scoring lots of goals as he did yesterday with two yesterday. But over the last year and a half, there's been very few players who look more able yeah. to score a lot, you know, a hatful. So, yeah. Son's almost the cane the replacement, and bergwijn has been the, the son replacement.
1: Yeah, I watched the, the game they had against Villa which obviously went in Brighton's favour as well as Tottenham's. Um, A late winner, four minutes into entry time, 3-2 win
2: for Spurs. Terrible, a terrible error by the defender. Marvellous, wasn't it?
1: But uh, But, um, Spurs, I mean, somebody said they're finding a way to grind out results. I suppose you could argue that. A little bit of fortune as well there. But, I mean, it seems like Villa are just screwing stuff up on the one hand, and we'll get to the bottom of the table later. But for Spurs, I mean... uh, I look at that game. I did feel they were sorely lacking for a Harry Kane in that match, and yet they've still found a way to win. Son is a cracking player. He's not Harry Kane kind of player. he's but Harry he's Kane kind of player, but he does. type of forward. Isn't he does he it?
2: score, and mm. he's like, which is what you you need to replace yeah. Kane in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. he is quite clinical Kane in a lot of a lot of ways his, I don't necessarily think his build up play is amazing. Oh. You know, it's decent, but it's not like England captain top 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 player mm. what he's good at if he takes any chance that comes to him and almost well, and actually some can replicate that he is very very clinical in my yeah.
1: mind yeah i mean what what a uh, a Spurs supporting friend of mine Ollie said um, i think it was last year um, he was talking about Kane saying that they become a little bit too reliant on him there's too much focus on the top of the uh, top of the team with what he can do and can't do and he would have been quite happy to have sold Kane for a fortune too i think it was Manu. Been rumoured at the time. I can't remember now. Um, but he he wasn't too fussed about the notion of selling Kane and using the money wisely. Yeah, of course,
2: obviously, the money wisely is yeah, the big question. Yeah, it would have, would have been the big thing.
1: But um, that was yeah, an interesting notion. They didn't use the bail money very wisely. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. However, maybe learning from mistakes. I mean, you look at other teams again. Speaking of Liverpool, they lost Suarez, and you think that'd be the end of the world. Mm. It took a while to
2: get. Things around to where they are now, but and Coutinho more recently as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. that's I mean, a good they, point. they
2: sold Coutinho, didn't replace him, hmm. and replaced him with Alisson and Van Dyke, yeah. who have done far more good for them. Absolutely. In he, essence, he, I mean, he, Coutinho was 150 million, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he paid for two players who yeah. have completely changed Liverpool. I mean that that was better as
1: that was that was better business as a sale, um than how bad
2: the business was in them buying Carroll for yeah. <laughs> crazy money back in the time. But it's sometimes, a bit like um, Leicester in Summer with Maguire, mm. you, d- you don't need to replace someone, you know. I mean, yeah. they obviously knew Firmino was going to be, it wasn't that end of the pitch that was a problem. Mm. It was the other end where they were conceding silly goals and they brought Van Dijk and then they brought Alisson. And, mm. and I think s- you
1: they can... made a huge difference. A lot of clubs can regenerate. We'll get into the... <coughs> excuse you, Peter. Oh. Uh, we'll get into the EFL later on but um, Brentford for example we bought Warpay yeah. they've gone from strength to strength and, and I don't sold, think they've sold others
2: as well I think this yeah. summer
1: and I don't think they've ripped us off with a dud that's not what's no. happened but they've, they've got players that can come used the money, Peterborough's another club that's but uh, I think
2: if you get reputation as well for a club who can develop players yeah. then
1: yeah so the coaching the structural recruitment structural elements yeah. Players um, are
2: attracted to good players who maybe haven't quite made it yet yeah. will come to you because they, or maybe overseas players but don't want to kind of, uh, haven't quite got the Premier League yet, yeah. will come to you because they're like, oh, actually, I can make it in the Premier League if I don't go up with Brentford, hmm. I can go up with someone else.
1: Because, firstly, those clubs are attractive to play for in, in yeah. terms of they play a good brand good, of yeah, football,
2: which obviously helps attacking players And, secondly,
1: if there's a perception that you yeah. can step on, not only step on, but step on quite quickly, because yeah. they do regenerate, they do change the team around very yeah. quickly. So those players get recycled quite quickly. So it's not even a case of if I stick with this team for three or four years, I might yeah. make something. If I go there, I might make something in one year.
2: So I saw Brentford's game that got over Christmas against Swansea, hmm. um, and on TV, and it was they—they're attacking trio, perfect team, aren't looked it? really, really strong. Yeah, suddenly lost out, Yeah.
1: So, so i i have got a hunch Spurs for the top four. Um, it's not going to really be about the top four I, anymore, is real, it? Really, City scenario. I've
2: a really nasty feeling that Chelsea or um, as, yeah. uh, United will do it.
1: United yeah Ooh. well they're not that
2: far off yeah. well with tonight's score if it stays the
1: same that shakes um shakes things up a bit doesn't it yeah. um I mean it, it does seem like it's going to be one of the familiar faces yeah. uh, the romantic in us would probably want a Sheffield United or a wolves
2: After that after Saturday
1: yeah, yeah yeah after Saturday to go on a winning run and, and get there
2: I'm, I'm not sure I don't think the romantics is about bother well, about wolves wolves spent £30 on a striker and a, a mm. lot of money they're not that they're not romantic in terms yeah. of I know they've been talked about a lot, but they spent a huge amount of money. They spent tons of money to get up. They spent a lot more money since they've been up. It's not a wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a romantic kind of. That's not. To, that's to me no, showing true. that you can throw money at things and that's, get away and do true. it, which is fine. I've they're, they're doing be it better. It's not. <laughs> but it's not romantic. Yeah. You know, it's not like a kind of like. Chelsea United who've come up with barely spending anything. Yeah. Yeah, Although but now I've got a bit mad in transfer market. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah
1: list. true. But yeah, I mean, they're certainly doing it better than Villa, right, Wolves. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. On the Sheffield United front, I mean, first of all, they've got to, got to be enjoying the dizzy heights. Essentially what they're doing is they're emulating... They guarantee
2: they've stayed up, that's
1: their... Yeah, 100%. And they've emulated what Wolves have done yeah. to a large degree, as in they've, they've well exceeded their expectations.
2: I think they're far better off not getting anywhere near Europe next yeah. season, or certainly not getting to Europe next season. The paradox
1: being, they're more likely to get not only nearer to Europe, but possibly further into Europe than they ever anticipated. Yeah. If the Man City scenario, I doubt this yeah, is going to be the case, but if, if, if it were to be the case, let's just say, hypothetically, City were, um, were banned, it was upheld, and another team in fifth place were able to qualify this season. I know you're shaking your head, Peter. The reality says otherwise. It's barely even worse. Say that yeah. scenario happened. It won't,
2: the appeal won't even be heard until next season, how, I don't think.
1: How much would Sheffield United be excited by that if it were to happen? Versus slightly apprehensive about the conversation. I mean, the Champions
2: League has a fair chance they get knocked out in the knockouts. St- I mean, there's some pretty good teams in the, in the knockout intro stages who, are, who would easily knock them out without, you know, kind of like, no offence for the United. Mm. So I'm not sure it would be a good thing, whatever happened. Yeah. It's not like they guaranteed a place in the group stage. Yeah. To me, the City thing's irrelevant. They won't, they won't be. A, a fu- I mean, you look how long ever have taken over this. Hmm. There's no way that it will be decided this season. Yeah, yeah. this is obviously we're talking about yeah. the notion and of no fifth place. And there's no guarantee they'll then even say fifth place will get a place. No. Well, I think they've confirmed... Mean, Premier League, I think, confer- confirms that, that, that's is, is how they Is that Premier League's choice, though, or UEFA's? Or or not, not, sure. not sure on that, to be honest. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if that's even the Premier League's option to decide. Intriguing But I, I don't see any way that it'll be decided by the summer, and I think once it's... City certainly have quite a very, very strong statement hmm. suggesting that UEFA are basically... Been judge, jury, executioner, yeah. prosecution.
1: And they've even flagged up the process along the way, yeah. saying what's going to happen. And they've Pretty leaked, disgraceful, it. They leaked it about a year and a half ago, apparently, yeah.
2: about what the, the original findings that sort it's of thing It's utterly so, unprofessional. Yeah. It's a disgrace. Well, UEFA and FIFA are both absolute jokes. I mean, oh, most, most football administrators are, to be honest.
1: Got, they've got rid of Blatter and a few of the other corruptive individuals, yeah. but they are still a farce and a joke as yeah. far as I'm concerned
2: and I do think there is an anti I think I said in the last show there is an anti-English element there as well that they have yeah. let other teams get away with you know, a lot worse than yeah. what City have done and that's not to say what City have done is a problem is is a good thing? I think they've they've obviously broken the rules and they yeah. should be punished. Mm. But you can only punish one team if you punish other teams for doing it previously. Exactly. Otherwise, you're a hypocrite and cannot be trusted. It's
1: one rule for one and one rule for another. Real Madrid in Spain, yeah. um, as I think I mentioned to you off air, um, they were bailed out by the government who bought yeah. their ground for a massive, massive fee and then sold it She's back very, to like them the championship for championship team yeah, is doing yeah. now. Yeah, so sold it for a peppercorn amount back to them, so they've got the ground back. Or oh, I think it was the training ground or the ground. I can't remember. And basically ripped off the Spanish public, so it's no wonder they're not very popular. I can't stand them. I despise Real Madrid. I want anyone. Probably the most hated team. I want anyone to win that league.
2: But but Real, yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Plus, He's, well,
1: even though he doesn't play for any more, plus Ronaldo played for them, and I despise him as well. So. <laughs> Ronaldo. Anyway, there we go. I'll be using Ronaldo coming home to another podcast that, that could
2: well be a really long one.
1: The most annoying goal <laughs> celebrations of all time, yeah. maybe something like that. No, at ten, Ronaldo. At <laughs> nine, Ronaldo. Well we'll, well, we'll leave Spain to one side. Keep it, keep it to the Premier League. So, yes, it's all up, it's all up for grabs in terms of the top four. I think we can all agree: Liverpool, City, Leicester, yeah. Man City, and Leicester and then one of maybe Chelsea man who... Yeah, I, th- I think
2: looking at what, what's happened and where things are, it could easily end up with a traditional top six, even. Arsenal yeah. are not that far behind, yeah. a good run from them. Depends how much they focus on the Europa League, I suppose. If Arsenal focus on the Europa League, which is easily possible, and will be good for us because we're playing them in between their hmm. potential quarter-final games... Um, because that's the best chance they've got transfer to the qualification, then they might not. But I can easily see them coming kind of fifth or sixth in the end if they have a good run.
1: I'd go along with that, except to say top, traditional top six, you've got to factor in Leicester, oh, yeah, sorry, of course, as well. Yeah, sorry, so top, top seven, seven now. being traditional top six. Oh, yeah, Leicester, for now, yes. temporary maybe. Yes, I'm not top, saying Leicester or yeah, a drop down, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah.
2: What I mean is, yeah, top seven being the top six plus Leicester.
1: So next up, you also runs as in the people that aren't going to get there in the top four or five and who are not bothered by relegation. Is there really one? and who are they? <laughs> well, Sheffield oh, United and Wolves. Like probably now. Burnley, maybe. Burnley, And Arsenal. Yeah. An um,
2: yeah. <laughs> or are they? There's, there's um, <laughs> you know, it, I think down to like Burn below Burnley. I think anyone could get pulled into Burnley. Burnley are okay now. Hmm. Having Southampton. it's it's a long way to go. Obviously, one team always kind of drops out, but there's a few. Even above Palace, there's a few who could you yeah. know get pulled well, you, in. You just
1: mentioned Southampton. They they they're, they're in mm. a disastrous run. I thought for two or three years they'd been really sailing close to the wind. Hassan Hüttl was a good appointment and I thought he was at the time, somehow they went onto a bizarrely bad situation yeah. again and I thought, oh, maybe Lost this is going to be the time. 9-0 looked like that was the, the death knell. but actually it's somehow been the catalyst
2: yeah, for, regenerated them. for regeneration. Yeah. But they've dropped a little bit in the last exactly. month or
1: so. so. So now we've got the scenario where people have started to relax about Southampton, they're yeah. not mentioning them anymore, that's the danger. I, that, I think they'll it? be
2: okay, I think they've got Ings who's obviously, assuming they can keep him fit. He's obviously scoring a lot of goals. He's got, what, 14? Yeah, something like, or that. something like that. I mean, he's, well, he always 40, had the ability yes. if he had if he stayed fit. The issue was, I mean, he, he might even have made, a, you know, a decent, like, a equivalent of a Origi at Liverpool, who obviously mm. comes on quite, good, quite well, a good effect. He at Liverpool, wasn't he? That's what I meant, yeah, a oh, I mean yeah, Equivalent yeah, yeah. of what Origi's doing now, yeah. if he'd stayed fit. Hmm. Quite um, possible. But he, yeah. you know, comes on, plays a few league games when Champions League coming up, that sort yeah. of thing, plays in the cup, comes on a sub in the league games, does quite well. Hmm. But he uh, his fitness was obviously always an issue, and he's but he, well, now he's, yeah. fit, he's shown what a good player he can be. Yeah, and Liverpool don't tend to buy. I know they bought Andy Carroll and one or two others, but they don't tend to buy players with no ability. Obviously, he had mm. ability. It was just Ricky Lambert's the other one, I suppose, that fits into that general category isn't it? Well, he did have ability, there to be fair, round. he's got yeah. a lot of goals. Oh, I, I, I
1: mean, I don't know if he was a Liverpool.
2: I didn't player, know if He's got was... a hatch against us, and uh... no.
1: no, who does? <laughs> but he was he was a good striker. Yeah. Would would have loved to have had him. He's kind of a Murrayish
2: yeah. type. He, he is, and he's actually yeah. come from a lower league, yeah. and he's... Yeah. Yeah. Made I mention of ability, as they say. Yeah.
1: So so we're agreed, generally, that we don't yeah. think Arsenal, Burnley, Southampton yeah. will get dropped, sucked into Everton,
2: we haven't mentioned either. No, I think they'll be OK. They might even challenge for the top. I mean, they're doing OK now. They yeah. might even challenge for the top. I and mean, Schock a really good manager. He's a fantastic manager. manager isn't I mean, he? how they got him there, I don't know. I mean, that's a hell of an appointment. I mean, Credit to. Is their owner? Is it, is it, uh, Mosh, Moshni? Bilal, Moshni? Mosh, Moshni, yeah. Yeah
1: that,
2: yeah, that is a hell of an appointment. I mean, you know, you look at some of the bigger clubs' appointments, but that is,
1: yeah. that is, phenomenal. That is a phenomenal appointment. He's a world class manager. He's one of the yeah. elite. He's been in the
2: Premier well. League before. Yeah, he's done a, pretty well there. He's won a Champions yeah.
1: League. He's he, he he is the, been the one of the best too.
2: Italian managers. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. very high quality Italian managers. He's been one of the best.
1: And he is by far and away the best single eyebrow raising yeah. manager in the world. Just like, he's just yeah. superb
2: on the eyebrow front. Yeah. <laughs> and also an eyebrow raising appointment <laughs> did yeah, he so raise his own eyebrows when he got appointed <laughs> only one of them
1: <laughs> but uh, he, I mean Everton I think yeah they're, they're a little bit flexible in terms of how that finishes they're looking good I mean they've got finance behind them yeah. they've got the the, uh, the Moors Dock is it or whatever it's called I can't remember the, no um, yeah. Bramley something I can't remember the name of it but they've, they've Apple got a, pie? A, a Bramley Apple Pie Gate Stadium something <laughs> like that they've got, they've got a stadium being built mock, uh, dockside and it's going to be I think transforming them into the next level. Yeah. Probably doing what West I mean, Ham should have, have done, been it, given in a, the
2: proper way. Given their spending it should have done it anyway, to be honest. Yeah, well. yeah, and you yeah. might even get a decent view there. They've that's always had have potential, haven't they? And it looks like they might be able to realize it over time. So who who's moving actually, now? Yeah. Moving now to the other end of the table. Yeah. Do we think Norwich are down?
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah. that's easy. Sorry, I, Norwich. I, I like Norwich yeah. but I'm looking forward to I'm going there and I mean the Easter there I'm yes, so I'm, I'm getting, I mean so I've got to spend... I'll make, a, For rare, days Easter I'll in make a rare appearance down there as well. So that should be shall, shall we have a beer, Peter, while we're at uh, no, I don't, I I don't generally drink. But, no, uh, neither do I. Just a uh, special occasion. So, Norwich plus two. Who are the yeah. two?
1: Uh, of course, the, the cop-out answer is to say it's only one of a few. Um, I do think, just looking at it from a neutral point of view, I do think uh, you still have to worry about Watford, because although they've... Had a little bit of research. They had to pick up and now they I think they're still struggling a bit. Yes, they are probably a better team than their position deserved, but that doesn't count for anything I'm, when you're in this position I thought, now. I thought
2: they were pretty dreadful at the AMX, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I I mean they had no ambition. I mean, yeah. if they'd actually really gone for a second half rather than basically mm. just sitting back, they might have got a win there, and but they're, they... They're running out of games. They can't afford not yeah. to have done that either. So I th-
1: I'm inclined to think Watford might be one to drop. Um, I think West Ham are on a grander scale a similar thing to Watford in in that they're not a team that's suited for this sort of battle and they've got a load of tough games to come they have got a bit of an easier fi- finale to their season I think from what I remember but by then they could have got themselves into all sorts yeah. of trouble if you're if, 8 points adrift by then exactly, or something like that then... there's far more pressure on those games than there would otherwise be yeah. if you play them now so I think West Ham could be in some serious trouble either of those two or both of those two could drop Bournemouth is the other team. If I look at them psychologically, everything you've seen Bournemouth do, they did overspend to get promoted, and they do have very modest resources uh, in terms of the stadium and all that stuff. I know they've got money behind them. But if you look at Bournemouth, they've they've overachieved every season. Even in the season they got promoted, fair play to Eddie Howe for this as well. He played his strongest teams in the Cups. If I recall, they got to the quarterfinals of both Cup competitions, or thereabouts, on the way to romping to promotion, automatic promotion. So they've, I mean, yeah, they were lucky with injuries, but they bombarded their way through. They carried on playing a good brand of football, and they've managed to survive to a quite a comfortable degree to not ever feel under pressure. Which could be their downfall this season. Exactly, because this season, you can see the pressure. It's, it's on Eddie Howe's shoulders. He's not looking as smug yeah. as some of our friends think he looks normally. And he's looking under pressure, and he may still get out of it. Um, but he's he well, two
2: he, at least one of those three eventually are going to get out of it. Yeah, assuming Norwich do go down
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so he and Bournemouth are feeling a different pressure to what they've been used to. Some of those players are new to the team yeah. as well, so they're not even used to what's gone before in a positive
2: way for Bournemouth. Can, can so I throw a curveball in there? Go, go for it, Albion. So, oh, <laughs> it honestly, was coming, wasn't it? Here we go. Go just, on. From a point of view of a neutral, yeah. four games we've played recently against yeah. teams below us. Six pointers. Yeah, and we've not won a single one of yeah. them, got three points. Yeah, yeah got a lot more difficult games to come. Yes, yeah. yeah, so the next two are, well, so especially Palace, especially, is one we hope, we'd hope hope to get something from. Hmm. Sheffield and I stand as good at home as they, as they normally are. Yes, you've then got Arsenal home, who are winnable and that sort of thing. But other than that, a really tough run.
1: Yeah.
2: Barring knowledge away, in her, April looks horrendous, especially if you add Leicester in there, which could be sort of the cup. Hmm. It's not looking great.
1: No, I mean, looking at that, If you, again, if we can take our Albion specs off and look objectively, as you said, you look at that record, um, you look at the Albion, you think, right, Potter's come in, interesting appointment. There was some criticism about Houghton, but ultimately, he's come in, he's played a better brand of football, but we haven't particularly got anywhere significantly different points-wise. I think we are actually up on the uh, equivalent fixtures ratio, but we aren't up on our points at this stage of the season ratio so to the neutrals looking at it they'll just see a team that's in roughly the same position playing better football but ultimately still potentially in the same I'd actually
2: say from a fan from a watching the game's point of view I'm not sure we are playing better football at the moment no that's that's it the football has actually dropped off off, towards the sort of future level
1: so if I'm a neutral I'm saying definitely Brighton are in the mix let's be honest they are until we're not we are And um, we could play our way out of trouble. I feel, as an Albion fan, I feel confident that we are capable of doing that. I'm not confident we will, but I'm confident that we might do. And that's our hope. Um, But as a neutral, I would probably be looking at us as definitely one of six or seven teams. Or a striker
2: short, it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, So um, you're relying on someone like McAllister coming in and doing really well, or... Mm. Or Trossard suddenly turning... Or Mope finding yeah. the goals again. Absolutely. Something like that. Absolutely. Or Murray finding the goals. For
1: failing that, you're then relying on the inferiority of others,
2: which yeah. is a dangerous game to play. I don't think we can it's s- a game we played last two, year. Two seasons under Hewton, we could rely on sitting back and relying on our defence. Mm. I don't think we can do that in Potter's way no. of playing. He just doesn't come to him. So mm. we, we have to rely on getting goals. And we're just not doing that. I mean, Watford obviously we ended up relying on an own goal. West Ham goals were... I mean, frankly, the, the first two were a joke. I mean, yeah, yeah they were yeah. dreadful errors from defence. The third goal was a really good goal, but the first two were, were yeah, basically defensive mistakes. I think,
1: looking at us, some of the goals we've scored this season have, been, have come from fast mistakes as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mariapa, the Watford goal... I, you can understand how that happened, yeah. but if you're a top-level defender... Yeah. If you're a proper Premier League defender, you don't normally make that mistake. goal
2: well, is our second top scorer. I know. We're doing, it's good signing.
1: He's doing very well for us, isn't yeah. he? Good player. Good good player, OG. Uh, Oscar Garcia's initials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or O'Gary Hart. O'Gary, yeah. <laughs> um, Aston Villa's the other name we haven't mentioned so far. Very much in the mix. Um, Grealish is the obvious name to mention in terms of... Oh, you're shivering, Peter. We've <laughs> we got some windows open in here. Um, no, it's... Um, yeah, he's clearly an annoying character, but he is a very good player. He he's is. he's quite gra- he's not a graceful personality, but he is a graceful player. I think an elegance. I think one of my friends. I think complete arsenal right.
2: is the word I'd use. There is that as well. Yeah, I I would love them to go down. Yeah, he in, does in make the words of Kevin Keegan, I would love it. Love it. Love, love, love it, it. it <laughs> <laughs> if they go down, um, just because they their fans are so arrogant. They're up there with the most arrogant sets of groups of fans. Yeah. in the country, Can't they spent so stand. much money. Can't say I can stand them at all. They, they spent so much money, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, actually, actually, to be fair, I, was, I think remember when we went to Villa away, um, I, I met you, we were in a train queue at Whitton, mm-hmm. we were talking to some quite reasonable Villa fans, but the rest of them had been taunting us about losing the title to Newcastle when they hated yeah. Newcastle, yeah. which seemed a completely irrational and stupid yeah. view. Yeah, just
1: to just, just time time the last week's show, we were talking about stereotyping and, and bunching people together in terms of racist issues and all that sort of stuff, we have to say, when we're talking about fans not, not being likeable,
2: we are talking in generalisation. Yeah. There must yes. be a Burnley fan who's not racist. There is, yes. I,
1: I met one on a train, he was a lovely <laughs> guy. And filler fans, you know, there's some nice guys. By the way, like, that's just
2: based on the Bond game when they're all booing <laughs> him. A lot of them are booing it. That's yeah. not based on people I've met, but that's based on. We yeah yeah that's right. But that's but based if, on the game where obviously mm, they were abusive. Of bond. But you have
1: got you've got obviously you've got some decent fans from every club. But I do find filler fans in larger numbers than average, obnoxious and arrogant as well. I would love them to go down. Grealish is an unlikable, uh, if, yeah. albeit good player. If he
2: stays fit, I've a nasty feeling they'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Well, Sam, uh, the bar downstairs, we're in the Gladstone Arms as usual, by the way, just in case you're wondering.
2: With a, with a pint of baller.
1: A pint of baller. Isn't that an appropriate, slick, modern-day uh, footballing expression, Peter? Cheers.
2: G- in a gyp- Gypsy Hill Brewery, which <laughs> yeah. we highly recommend all three beers I've had from there. I've ha- here have been brilliant. So Fantastic. The if you're ever one. in the Gypsy Hill area, head to the brewery. The peachy one sounds good.
1: We went... Post Palace. That's
2: not them actually, I just realised that's someone oh, else. Oh, is that someone, someone else,
1: else yeah. okay, fair enough. I went post Palace, not with you, but I went post Palace with a few mates in Premier League Year One, shall we call it, um, and uh, they're fantastic beers, they're very good. But anyway. If you're in the area,
2: maybe don't wear an Albion shirt, but go to the brewery. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> anyway, ballers aside, um, yeah, he, he is a very good player and he could make the difference. I'm inclined to think you might be right. If that's the case, I can tolerate that as long as it's not at our expense. I think I'm going to I'm going to put my neck out and say I think Norwich. I've got a feeling Bournemouth
2: and Watford in the end. I think Norwich and Watford. Just think, Bournemouth might do it. I I, on the basis that I'm not going to predict Albion because I won't. It doesn't mean I don't. I'm not worried about Albion, but I think I just don't want to predict Albion or go down. Uh, I will predict West Ham just because there's such a toxic situation oh, actually, there between fans yeah, and. And, and the team and the players. Sorry, and the, I'm, I'm scrapping. And the management and all that. I think that might be the difference. I'm scrapping what I said. I forgot West Ham for a minute. Sorry, when, yes. When you're in a relegation battle, you need to all be pushing the same direction. So we're actually and saying
1: Norwich, Watford, West Ham. Yeah. Both of us. That's
2: the official Brighton Rock. And that is the current bottom, bottom three. Bottom three, yeah. So, yeah, as I it think, looks, I think Norwich are gone. I think I don't yeah, see any yeah. way they'll survive. Watford, I think, a second bottom, despite having a really good pick up under Pearson at first. And having had that pick up they've not they're still not out the bottom three so yeah. I think that will be kind of they'll, 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 they'll level back down now yeah. and they'll hmm. probably go down West Ham I think it's just down to the yeah, the, yeah. the split between the fans and the owners and the fans hate the yeah. owners Do you need to all be kind of fighting pushing in the same direction Yeah, and just, which is my point in the last show about the whole thing about the, the, about the video on Twitter of uh, the players in Balloongate it doesn't help that sort of thing when, the, when you need the players and the fans yeah. and the, the management to be all pushing in the same direction you need everyone to be united and putting things like that and on social media and West Ham
1: a more overarching issue Exactly, along and, the same lines. I mean West
2: Ham had issues since they moved to the Olympic Stadium yeah. it was never a oh yeah. Park was a really good ground yeah. and I don't know why they
1: well it's a shame because Sam the barman here at the Gladstone Arms is a West Ham fan uh, he was hoping to join us, but he's not feeling too great, so he's, he's had to skip it to another as time. As I imagine, a lot of West
2: Ham fans are... <laughs>
1: They're shirking. This would have been the moment to bring him in, but unfortunately it sounds like he won't be with us. But just in the interest of clarity, just to look at the table as we record this on... Um, Monday the 17th? 17th, yeah. Um, Norwich at bottom with 18 there. Seven adrift of safety and potentially a goal difference issue as well. So possibly eight points away from safety. They've got 18. Watford have 24 and minus 15. West Ham have 24 and minus 13. Villa are oh, just into the safety zone, 25 minus 16. So they're only just off um, off the situation there. Um, Bournemouth 26, so again just two points clear Brighton 27 The other teams we haven't mentioned in the context of relegation yet are the teams above Brighton, above the bottom six Those teams are Palace on 30 who have an inferior goal difference to us so they're only one result away from being justifiably in the conversation we've just put Brighton into Uh, One point above them is Newcastle and Southampton who we did touch on a little bit could those can any of those three feasibly I mean, we've sort of said Southampton wouldn't, but Newcastle and Palace, looking at those teams, I just from an objective point of view, just as a football fan watching a game, I haven't been impressed when I've seen them play next, in either of those games except in flashes.
2: Next two games potentially for Palace are because I think they 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 play they've got a more winnable, I think they've got a more winnable running than we have and other teams yeah. have. Mm. They've played quite a few of the top teams they've got to start they've got someone more whatever this weekend if they were to not win that and then lose to us Hmm. it will haul them right back into it there'll be no kind of
1: yeah because even if we've lost to Sheffield United your description of their next two games we'd be ahead of them on goal difference so we're in trouble they're in trouble I think they do
2: have, they have had a, a harder run of games yeah. than we have.
1: It's weird, because Newcastle and Palace, all season I've looked at those teams, thought they're pretty poor teams, except for but one or
2: two. They out grind out results. And they grind and out results. Well, look at, I mean, you have to look at the Palace game against us, yeah. and Newcastle game. Yeah. Both times we were the dominant force. Absolutely. Most of those games, Should've but yeah, they still games. got a point. Yeah. And, and we didn't win those games, which is why we're in the trouble we are now. Yeah. And,
1: and they've, they've just sort of bumbled along, without really pulling up any trees. Yeah. Newcastle... Have, I think this was a week or two ago. I would need to check the stats now, but they had the highest number of set piece scores mm. in the season. They also have to Bravko's, who's had an outstanding season for me. I think that's why they are where they are at the moment. So if they can keep doing what they're doing, well, as we if you have a solid defence and you can, you yeah. can the old goal, it's a bit I mean brighter, they have got a forty million striker who's yet to
2: score a league goal. Yeah. So I mean that's, that's mental, not ideal.
1: <laughs> Joe Linton's terrible. I mean that's a massive waste of money. Forty million. Awful. I think he scored one goal in the FA Cup.
2: Is that it? And he scored a goal at Oxford, definitely. I think yeah. he might have got one in... One of the league, Something a, a cup or in a season yeah. like that. Yeah. I thought he hadn't scored in the league, or maybe he hadn't scored for like five months in the league yeah. or something like that. I read earlier. But yeah, £40 million yeah. is a lot of money for a player who can't score out. that point. Palace have some good players, to be fair to them. They depend on Zaha so much. I mean, he was the single yeah. reason that they got back into the game against us. Yeah. I mean,
1: Milivojevic is a good player. I do rate him. There's an issue with Milivojevic. He's on nine yellow cards. And he's got one more game before we play them. To what degree would that be convenient if he gets a yellow? Certainly, be a bonus penalty taker, of course, and a pretty good one. That, for one thing,
2: would be one thing less to worry about. So I set pieces as well, generally. Yeah. Um, um, I yeah I you mean know, obviously we can't think about that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. we, it would be nice if they one of their better players was out, but hmm. you know we just got to try and yeah. you know they've got one or two other players that can do it on
1: their day. Are
2: you? I think Townsend on occasion. Yeah, less, um, less and less these days, seemingly. Yeah. I think it's... an. Benteke even scored recently. Yeah, I know,
1: yeah. I think that was by mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> um,
2: so it, got, it took him to two in a season and a half.
1: I think it's something like five goals in his entire career yeah. now, isn't it, or something like that. But <laughs> uh, he's, No, I mean, he's an overpriced player. He's
2: an overpaid yeah, yeah, player. Yeah, he actually had a really good season the first season with Palace. And then since yeah. then, I think it's two and a half years of failure of which the last year and a half, he's scored probably, two goals or something. he?
1: is a fairly, at least fairly good player in there. But confidence is such a big thing for yeah. strikers. I do think Palace just—it feels like they've got the potential to get dragged in, but yeah. I don't think they but will. I
2: don't think they will this season. I think they will yeah. drop at some point. Yeah. Just uh, next well, two years. Team just the, because that is, it's, a real it's it's for the me. oldest average team along with Watford in the league. They they rely heavily on just paying over overpriced wages for players who are past it or have yeah. not made it elsewhere, hmm. and then rely heavily on Zaha every for a year. Yeah. And whether they can do that every year, whether Zaha will just continue to be motivated to do it, or he'll just want to leave. And if he leaves, there's not, I've never seen anything that suggests their recruitment team is set up to actually replace no, think, him effectively. I think I
1: mentioned last week, there's, there's something a bit bumbly and a bit yeah. disorganised. Which is why they it. end up
2: paying Max Meyer more yeah. than anyone in Europe would do when he was supposed yeah. to leave. But you know, a kind of, like, talented player when he I, left Schalke.
1: I think it's a fairly poorly run club, to be honest. Yeah. And I oh, don't just say that as a Brian fan wanting to have a day. Oh, no, completely. Like, just look at it objectively. I we're, think we're a lot
2: more set up to survive relegation yeah, than they yeah. are.
1: But they seem to be bumbling along and getting away with it so far. I do think they'll come up short eventually. Does, does Hodgson get another year? I think he'll get
2: another year I just don't matter whether he wants it to be honest whether he can be asked with it mm. given I think it sounds like they were trying to find a couple of players late in the window through Bowen and also Ferguson from West Brom and they yeah. they both fell through for different reasons and yeah, I think it sounds like he's not been overly impressed with that.
1: Okay, well, on the on the Premier League roundup, then, so we think Liverpool might just possibly squeeze the title. Yeah, I think we
2: like the <laughs> last game of the season. It's going to be like a Michael Thomas sort of moment, yeah. you know, but the other way around this time. <laughs> one of the one of the um,
1: boring big boys is going to squeeze that fourth place. Yeah. And relegation wise, we think Norwich, uh, Watford, and West Ham actually yeah. both of us. However, neither of us are naive enough
2: to discount the Albion. Yeah, I think we're both just we going with run. our heart rather than yeah. our head. Let's, let's clarify it here. Yeah. We, I think we both know that Albion are very much in danger. And Absolutely. No,
1: and, yeah, if we win the next two games, which is perfectly possible... Suddenly the picture changes. Can I just wanted to
2: point out since we've been doing this podcast, we've not actually won a game.
1: I know, yes, yeah. Should we, Should we, stop? we stop maybe? <laughs> yeah, just right now. Maybe maybe before the next game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the first part for our um our league review. Should we move swiftly on? Oh, we're gonna have a beer first. Peter's Perfect. Peter's signalling for beers. We mentioned borders, They are fantastic beers. We've also had Hepcat. Oh, that's lovely as well.
2: <laughs> the VAR review, it says beer. Oh
1: yeah. The VAR <laughs> says... B-E-E-R review says, yes. B-E-E-R <laughs> We'll come back in a moment. Enjoy the short break. Can oh, we
2: just play
1: him, the just... oh, no, It's on, it's on, it's on. We're live. We're live, Peter. With some classic... Football TV music. Do you recognise this one? Here we go. It's coming.
2: Oh, yeah, I do know this. Um, what was it used for? can't remember.
1: Was it gold of the month?
2: Possibly, yeah.
1: Who won gold of the month the last, last month? Oh, that could have
2: been... Uh, that, I assume that was Harry Kane, wasn't it? <laughs> Somebody like that.
1: <laughs> anyway, good bit of gold football music. This, that and the other. We'll have a little bit more of that a bit later on. Anyway, welcome back to the second part of our Premier League and Football League review of the season so far. As we sit here on Monday the 17th of February... 2020. What a day to be alive. What a day. What a day. So where are we up to now? We're talking about the
2: Championship, aren't we now?
1: Where do we start? Do oh, we... I
2: think we start at the top, don't we? Yeah, I think so. West we're Brom really looking pretty good.
1: Yeah. I, mean, watching... I haven't been watching. have watched a huge amount of games this season, I must admit, but in recent weeks I have. I happened to watch the malumbi Millwall game against West Brom, which I mentioned earlier on uh, our last podcast, and West Brom were functional they got the job done they always looked like they were going to get the job done not by a profoundly is, large margin which is what
2: you need a championship yeah
1: yeah. They, they look a good solid promotion team they've gained the edge now at the top of the table
2: over the others including exactly. I saw the first half of their game against Forest at the weekend and they looked decent solid side yeah, yeah. basically and kind of they yeah. won I think a away to Millwall and away to Reading last week or something like that or and that's kind of the classic kind of wins you've got to get. Yeah, they drew your forest, but then they got seven points from three games, having had a bit of a stumble. And yeah. that, that's a kind of like yeah. crucial for
1: a, a bit of a stumble is, you're going to get that. Yeah. It's a 46-game season, there's, there's yeah. going to be that. But I do feel their stumble was less than the, the one that was going on next door, so to speak, table-wise, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But I do think West Brom looks like a team that's just going to get the job done they just yeah. look like that side don't they and they've got their playmaker their their Pereira
2: back yeah. and they made some couple of really good January signings in Theo Robinson who yeah. hasn't quite made it United, but is a really good championship player mm. and also Grisicki from Hull who was very good for them in the Premier League when they were that year? They were in it when they came in for half yeah, a season. did they get him for eight hundred thousand? Yeah, a really, really, good, really deal. good deal. So good deal. those two, I think, will provide the creativity along with the likes of Pereira and the West Ham guy Diagano who apparently been really good there and they've kept as well. Yeah, yeah. where they didn't keep Harvey Barnes last year and they they went they dropped down after that. Mm. They've kept Diagoano this year and he's bit I think he's injured at the moment, but he's back soon. So yeah. those four with Charlie Austin up front as well and uh, and on to others as well.
1: Yeah, he's, he's coming to the four, hasn't he? I think he's had a scoring return as yeah. a sub. should be
2: a good, you know, yeah. should be enough to see him over the yeah. line.
1: and. Charlie Austin, of course, uh, great on my nerves. I remember that QPR game, 2-0 up, yeah. he comes on as a sub for pretty much his only game of the
2: bloody yeah. season and scores and both goals. Dun tries to flatten him with a... Oh,
1: god! But, when he's fit, he's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Especially at
2: that level. He may not be Premier League anymore,
1: but he's yeah, certainly...
2: he's one of them, is Certainly he? Championship quality.
1: He sort of sails between the lines of the two divisions, but he's, he certainly couldn't... I think if he was...
2: He'd never had any injuries, he'd probably been champ- Premier League quality, no question, yeah, but yeah. I think injury-wise, he's probably not quite... Certainly not a regular Premier League player, but a Championship mm. definitely still. Yeah. Very um,
1: good. Second place is obviously now up for grabs a lot more than it was. Yeah.
2: Um, Although a lot less than it was at the weekend. No, Leeds had a good weekend
1: overall. Yeah. Le- Leeds have... Obviously, had a much bigger blip than West Brom did, and that's allowed several teams to come into the equation Brentford, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Bristol City, Preston, Preston set, which is, is interesting. seven of them are yeah. a, a, a bit clear of eighth, yeah. I think. And other, other teams, obviously, um, yeah. subsidiarily, have, have got into the equation as well. Leeds did have a good weekend because Fulham had a surprise home defeat 3 0 to Barnsley. Um, Brentford only managed a one 0 draw at Birmingham, Birmingham. and Bristol City lost at Leeds. At Leeds, yeah, and they they and did. Forest at West Brom, uh, and City Bristol City did look second best to Leeds. Mm. To be fair, Leeds looked like they were back on form. Yes, it was only a one 0 win, but they looked far the better side from what I saw. I did yeah, match. Bristol
2: City had a shot. Yeah. Had a shot, didn't they? Yeah. Was higher, and
1: City were a good team, but and they might feature in the playoffs. But looking at that, that tells me everything I need to know that. Leeds, I've just got the feeling anyway they'll get over the line. I, I sadly think it might be yeah. that year this year. You know? So I think we're already at, at the top. And that's been with Fest Star a
2: few years before. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. big fans of yeah. Leeds. They're up there with Villa in terms of most arrogant fans. Yeah, Adam. Um, but, but, and also, obviously, Ben White being there might. Yeah, it worries me that they might try and keep him if they come up. Even if we're still in this division, they might, he might want to stay yeah. there. But C- Certainly, if we go
1: down and they go up, it's going to mm-hmm. be a nightmare now but with that one. Hopefully,
2: that won't happen. But yeah, I, I. But even if we stay up and they go up, yeah, he might yeah. regard his chances better there, and mm. he might want to move. So, I'm. I'm yeah, I wouldn't want them to come up, but I think they probably will do it yeah.
1: now. Having said that, things are very, very far from done and dusted on that matter. Um, regardless of whether Leeds make it or not, it's very interesting what's going on below. Brentford's likable team, really good football. Fulham, likable team. to move team. into a new ground in Brentford's case. Yeah, Brentford, new perfect time to go up. A little bit like us getting into the championship, yeah, then getting into the Premier League. Cause some similarities there. I like the way they play football. I like the way they regenerate the team. We were talking about yeah. a quick recycles of players. Um, they play the right style. Fulham to maybe a slightly lesser degree. Good team. Yeah.
2: Good prospect. I mean, they may face doing that again if they don't go up this yeah. year because Ollie Watkins has obviously got. Yeah, yeah. And Be- uh, Ben Brentford Rama to... as well. Yeah, ben both of them may well. Nguyen, uh, 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 they've, got, they've got a number of talented t- players t- who t- may t- well t- look to yeah. to move on. If that, they... let's not
1: forget, apart from selling more pay to us, they sold De Silva and somebody else to Hull, didn't they? Who's the other guy?
2: They sold Bentley to Bristol City, yeah. Keeper as well. Yeah. So they've, um, they've
1: already made a few changes and they're still right up there. And they
2: sold a the centre-half to uh, yeah, did, someone as well. Yeah, I um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, can't remember the name of that. We won't bumble along too.
2: Oh, Conza uh, to Brett Villa. Oh, that was it, yeah, that was it.
1: So, they, they've got a talent for spotting talent, the Moneyball thing has been mentioned, whatever the systems they, they work with, they it do works. it well. It's yeah. a very well-run for club. For a club
2: who have got pretty yeah, average, pretty rubbish ground in a lot of ways the top of the championship yeah. Yeah. and pretty ordinary tendencies, yeah. they've, they, they do well, they, you know, yeah. they get money in and they, they all spend yeah. it well and, and, and on then, the whole. They uh,
1: and that's, that's beyond uh, no illusions. We, we like Branford, don't we? Good grounds, nice fans, yeah. pub on every corner. I know well, that's, all, that's all changing. Yeah. But generally, they're a likeable yeah. club. I know Tony Bloom and uh, it's Matthew Benham, isn't it, yeah. uh, have a rivalry, apparently, and all this sort of stuff. But when you, when you take it in isolation, yeah, I've always liked stuff to do Red with them. us, we, yeah. I like them. They're, they're a good bunch of fans. And I don't know the West London clubs. I don't really have an issue with Fulham. Also, very likable club. Obviously, Maybe it's a Chelsea. great. Well, yeah, okay. Che- South West though, South West. I don't know, but um, no. Fulham mm. and Brentford are both likable. Both good away days. I mean, is a really good away day. I, I, really I like, love yeah. it's my favourite ground in London. If I was a neutral picking a club, I think I'd probably go for Fulham.
2: <laughs> they, they must think they used to know us though for a few times over. Although they did stuff us last mm. year there, but.
1: They did, but we, we did rip them off about four times.
2: didn't yeah. <laughs> that, that away win there the previous time I was, was mental, one of the most ridiculous. Mental. I think mental. we had two minutes where we were on top where we scored two goals. <laughs> and they had a, 89 minutes where they were on top and they scored one and missed a penalty and every, missed every chance you can. miss.
1: The, the only thing I like more than an unjustified win, aside from dealing with the guilt of it, if, if they're nice fans or you're walking past on the way back, is to see retribution. So Villa getting a last minute winner and again they really didn't deserve to win. A little bit lucky to see our guys sent off this season. To see them see the uh, fourth minute of injury time. And they've had a few Gelters late winners recently as well. They beat
2: Watford late on. I know. I know. Um, so it's,
1: it's only fair isn't it? They can cry all they want. They beat anyway, Leicester
2: very late on in the League Cup as well. True, true.
1: Back to, sorry, back to the EFL though. So Away from our bitterness <laughs> about Villa. <laughs> we do like to bitch about him. Um, so Brentford likeable and possibly in with a shout via the playoffs we're saying. Fulham the same.
2: Well, obviously, once you get to the playoffs, anyone's in with a shout. There's I a lottery. mean, it's like, literally, a, Bristol yeah.
1: City. I mean, I like Bristol City as a club. I think Ashdown's the man who's been running it for years. He's had a lot of he advice. He's stuck by
2: Johnson when maybe yeah. they, they shouldn't have done I was arguably, just going you know, to Fans have been anti him for a while. There's been about two or
1: three occasions they could have potentially sacked him. One in particular where they, I think they lost five or six in yeah. a row. And to be fair, they've stuck with him. Uh, Steve Ashdown, isn't it? The guy that originally, owned I, it. So, I don't yeah. know if he's still done but they, they've, they've been very well run, they've tried to do things the right way. I remember on one occasion having a chat with Martin Perry, it must have been at a forum or something, I got chatting to him, and he said he, that they went over to give advice to Bristol City about all their plans to, what they were going to the and he, he said uh, they created a really good impression and the Bristol guys were really happy with it, and really nice relations. Nice, nice club, well Another run. Another
2: player we, spent, we gave a lot of money yeah. to in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, indeed, Webster. But, but I mean, there's a few disappointing idiots as there will be on any ground in terms of supporters. All in all, I quite like them as a club. Definitely in terms of the club itself, I think they're yeah. well run. Apparently they've got a lot of people on loan in the lower league, so they're doing a version of what we're doing, which is interesting. And, yeah, they, they want l- longevity of manager. So you want someone that sticks to a manager to do well just because you want it to be vindicated, mm. don't you? So, I don't know if they'll go up this year, but I see them being competitive year on year.
2: Yeah, purely on... If, we, if we're in the Premier League next season, obviously, and I mean, i love it if... I mean, I, I'm assuming West one will come up. I would love to see Leeds miss out again. Sadly, I don't think <laughs> they will. Personally, I, I would be happy to see... Anyone, probably, but Preston come up because just because Preston's a pain to get to, <laughs> if I'm honest, you know, I'm going to be, be honest. In terms of away games, strong
1: chance of a relegation, you,
2: though. You'd rather, be... you, would, it probably possibly yeah. would be, yeah, but you'd rather go to Brentford or Bristol City or Nottingham Forest than Preston because, yeah. from a purely selfish be, point of view, to be honest, the others, Fulham, obviously, the other one, yeah, the
1: others would be as vulnerable to relegation as Preston. There's, so a, lot of,
2: there's a lot of talk, well. it's the weakest championship in quite a few years.
1: Oh, um, I don't know, it's hard to it's, tell. It's always
2: very tight, but whether that's true or not, I don't know. I've not seen a lot of championships. I've seen, I, I will watch probably more as it goes to this stage because actually the promotion battle, of the championship are a lot more interesting than some of the, yeah. the crap they show on Sky in the Premier League, which yeah. is absolute dross. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I probably will watch a bit more in the next few months. I mean, months, it's
1: cer- but certainly as competitive as ever, I'd yeah, say that much. But
2: it's a matter of whether the teams are, once quality, they go out. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, look at, I mean you, you look at how last season everyone thought Sheffield were going to go down. And, you know, they've obviously done extremely well without spending anything, so... Yeah,
1: yeah. And And certainly it, 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 it is always a competitive division. It's hard, especially when you're not in it, to tell for sure the quality. Yeah. Even if you are in it, I think it's a little bit difficult to gauge, yeah. isn't it? Because you could watch a handful of games and get a certain impression of a season. And they could be...
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: ...by chance a handful of crap games, and it gives you the false impression.
2: But it's overall what I'm, you hear from pundits, that sort yeah. of thing, and yeah. they're saying it's... Always, they think that all three teams who go up possibly will struggle yeah well you're saying west brom are obviously doing pretty well but they look functional to you Yeah. and if you go up functional obviously is not good yeah. enough so there's a very
1: good chance they come straight back down yeah. again would they mind i don't know they they are the perennial
2: they yo-yo were team, and then aren't they, had, they? they had a bit of a solid more solid time I before think, that didn't I think they they're
1: still more yo-yo than anyone else i can they're think probably, of
2: but they 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 were yeah. for, Seven, eight years, six, seven years, I think. Because we didn't play them in Championship, did we? So
1: yeah, we've, there was that thing where we kept avoiding
2: each other. Yeah. We kept
1: mirroring their, yeah. their, their, their season. So that they were there went,
2: minimum of seven years because we didn't play them in Championship at all and they went down our first season up. so That's right. They were there a minimum of seven.
1: I, I'm starting to think they're trying to avoid us, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm so. feeling quite insulted, Peter. I don't <laughs> know about you. I hope that doesn't mean that we're going down because they're coming yeah. up. Bro. <laughs> anyway, looking at the table, as it stands, again, this is Monday the 17th of Feb. West Brom top, 63 points from 33 games. Leeds 59 from from 33 games as well. The playoff places, Fulham are on 56, so they're just one result away, but also goal difference. Brentford 55, Forest 55, and Preston 53. Those are the teams in the playoffs at the moment. Bristol City also on 53 with inferior goal difference. Um, Just quickly on Forest, for once they're getting their act together, aren't they? Lamouchi, is it? He's, yeah. he's doing a good job, isn't he? They look very similar, mm. but a slightly inferior version of West Brom when I saw them play
2: West Brom. Do you reckon that's say. about what they are? Yeah, they, they've obviously got some talented players there. Um, Cash, the right-back, who scored yeah. the last-minute goal against... An that was. And I saw a vagling okay. with us in January yeah. Yeah. and looks at, looks at prospects, although he isn't actually a right-back, I think. For instance, it was a midfielder Originally, and has been actually. playing at right-back quite a lot this season. Looks a good option. Um, they've obviously Ooh. got... Grabbing up front, who uh, obviously almost signed for Brighton at one point allegedly, but yeah. missed an absolute sitter when I was watching in the first half. But it like scores goals for fun. They've got a few creative players who are quite you know entertaining. Obviously, hmm. yeah. I mean, are, It's ridiculous how long they've took over twenty years to say in the Premier League. Yeah. So it's it's ludicrous for a club that size in a way. Yeah. Well,
1: everyone quotes. I remember when we were in that division, everyone was quoting how many clubs are ex Premier League. It was somewhere yeah. like sixteen, seventeen out of the twenty four and yes that's true and a lot of those have been down there a long time yeah. Leeds have been there a long yeah. time Sheffield Wednesday have been there a long time Forest, Derby yeah. there's a long list of clubs who have been in that same division yeah. for a long time and surprisingly a lot of them have managed to not really realistically yeah. look like getting anywhere other than Ipswich until last season when they went down yeah. Yeah. One? Um, so Forest I think for me I think I would be inclined to stick with him
2: maybe miss out this
1: year and Go stronger next year. That would be yeah. the ideal scenario, maybe for them, for a better chance of them staying up. Next but then year.
2: again, the other chance is you don't. They're not necessarily guaranteed to go that way exactly. next yeah, season. Yeah, you never know. One or two players like Cash leave, and
1: yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, Preston bottom of the playoff positions, fifty-three. Bristol City goal difference behind them, just outside. Next in line, only three points behind, and actually, given the the, the swing of results, if they were to gain the three points, Blackburn if they were to swing over on Preston, would go into the playoffs one result away from that. They've got 50. Cardiff, well, not with the goal difference, they're also on 50. Blackburn and
2: Cardiff, You got, really? a, you got a, they, Are they involved? Is Mo Brace to look Blackburn, if I, am I right there? I think so. Because so I think he's done a brilliant job there. I mean, he took over when he yeah, were in, yeah. in League One. And, mm. you know, he's obviously kind of steadied the shit brought them up again, and then not just brought them up to try and survive, like, you know, and hold mm-hmm. on to the Championship place. He's, he's made them competitive, and he's done, without spending a lot of money, I think he's probably yeah. not there, they've sold players and that's sort of thing. We're talking
1: overachievement to to yeah. be in that position. He's done a
2: really good job there, and you've got to hand it to him.
1: A few, a few twists and, and and tales
2: in, the, in yeah. the story of this season's narrative. But, I mean, they're still they staying they up home. in that division, given where they were a few years ago, so yeah. that's... Yeah. Yeah, fair place for him. Cardiff again, Harris has done okay since taking over. Whether they. I mean, even if you go further down, there's teams who can have a good late run. Well, we're talking about overachieving. The next team is Millwall on 49,
1: Um, so they're in 10th place. Um, They were looking like relegation candidates, maybe not odds on,
2: but they were looking like they could be involved. The one who I wonder about in that that list I'm looking at who might be able to have the team to put a good run together possibly or also completely drop down and struggle because of the young players and the talent they've got It's Swansea who've got an awful lot of quite exciting including Ryan Brewster mm, on yeah. loan and one or two others as well who are quite exciting young players who are just the sort of team who could put a run together but equally could also have a 10 game un- run without a win and somehow end up almost worrying and looking over their shoulder in the last couple of games you know it's when you've got that many young players and Swan- players. Swansea
1: are like the equivalent of the economy during uncertain yeah. times aren't they they just go up and down. You yeah. just don't know where
2: they're going to go. So they, were, they were doing really well. They started really well and they yeah. dropped a bit. They were, then they well, pulled up again and now they've dropped out again. And I think they're in the playoffs over yeah. Christmas. They have been well run. Yeah. I think
1: the owners sold. Things have changed. It seems that there's nothing settled yeah. there, but they're trying to do things the right I way. Think
2: I think they, they, if anyone was going to put up that run from, to get the top seven... Yeah, And into the playoffs after that, yeah. they, they were possibly be the team because they've got the yeah. young players, and, and that could backfire because they could lose the next 10 yeah. with that team as well, equally. But they could be the one, the, the dark horses.
1: Absolutely, it's a difficult transition too, because of course we took their manager, Graham Potter, yeah. They took Off McBurney to Sheffield yeah. as well. Yeah, and uh, Daniel James to Manu. Yeah. Um, Steve Cooper came in, who's a Welshman, who was managing the England Under-17, one of the teams. And I think he, wasn't it wasn't the World Cup winning. Or European Cup, yeah, I, well, yeah, one of them. So he's done well to be fair. He's had to take over a team that Potter
2: had. I think they've let go a few higher wage earners as well mm. on there, yeah, absolutely.
1: So, so fair play to them, but you're right, they're, they're very unpredictable.
2: Well, after they've Black got Burnham, um, Gallagher as well, it was at Charlton on loan from Chelsea, that's they, right, yeah. They've recalled him to go to yeah. Swansea instead. Yeah. So, they've got a few really good players yeah. there. If they can, if they can connect, and maybe a few of them kind of. Really take off then they could be one to, yeah. to look out for yeah. in the last like well, 15 games whatever it is
1: I mentioned briefly Millwall Gary Rowett I'm pleased he's having a, a decent run yeah. with a club that's more modest means so they'll probably stick with him more likely and he's in 10th Swansea 11th Sheffield Wednesday 12th um, a lot of teams in there that may be surprising Wednesday I think they're where they always are on the yeah, they dropped mid-table. back down
2: again haven't they they, kind of, they had a good start and then yeah. dropped back down again
1: again Gary Monk another another connection with Swansea He's had some good times. I think he's been a little bit hard done by him, one or two jobs. I quite like him as a guy. I think he can be a bit spiky in interviews and on the touchline a few times, but ultimately I think he's he seems a decent lad. He seems a decent coach. Um they've had a good run which threatened to put them in right in there. They've drawn they've fallen away in the last few weeks. They're currently nine points adrift, so chances are they yeah, won't cut make runs, it now. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um so they're on forty four. I like Monk. I don't like Wednesday. And again, brash fans. Massive. Massive, massive club, isn't it? Apparently. Um, very similar to Leeds in a lot of ways. Not very likely. Without the success, really. Yeah. And they're one of those teams, as I mentioned earlier, that just seem to have been pottering around in the mm. Championship forever. Next up in line, speaking of which, at Derby. Also on 44 points. We've mentioned a bit about them already. I mean, they've... Don't well, say it.
2: Yeah, I just don't...
1: Well, Wednesday and Derby are both clubs that have fallen foul of recent issues to do yeah. with stadium sales. I want to get Kieran Maguire on. He said he'd come on at some point, uh, the football finance expert. I really hope we can get him on and it'd be interesting for him to chat about all things Albion and all things beyond. But I remember him talking about stadium sales, Reading, Sheffield Wednesday, Derby. There's a load of there's a load of stuff to do with that. It's all a bit iffy. Um, the EFL are looking into things and we we're not quite sure what the situation is. But um but those clubs are, when all said and done, they're pottering in mid-table. They're all on 44 each. Birmingham also on 44. Another club that just seems to sit there for a long time, yeah. and not really doing anything.
2: Um, Did you say Championship's got a lot of clubs like that.
1: Yeah, they've. I mean, they've obviously got Coventry sharing the ground with them. That's an incidental issue, but. Um, well, maybe
2: not in a way because if you've got a really good team and your pitch is being used every weekend, then mm. it can impact you. Not that I think Birmingham they're... got a very good team, but.
1: I mean, they've got players like which I think it is that are still. Scored at the weekend. Round, scored at the weekend. But those aren't the sort of players that are going to propel you into the, no. into the Premier League. However, yeah. Jude Bellingham, fantastic young player. They're is talking about
2: 30, 40
1: million now, uh, aren't they? Is he still 16? Is he turned 17 I yet? think he's permanently 16, isn't he? Yeah, he probably is now. He'll never be able to drive. Yeah. <laughs> or buy cigarettes. Or drink. <laughs> <laughs> or drink, yeah. Which is League not a bad a. thing for a footballer. <laughs> <though. laughs> but, um, I mean, they're, they're another team that I think are just very much mid-table mediocrity. Yeah. Um, after that, you go another two points down You've got Reading and QPR, the two hoops, and Reading, of course, the older hoops, apparently, according to what their fans say. Um, Both on 42 points. They're 11 clear of relegation, and they are 11 clear of promotion. I I think
2: they and Middlesbrough probably are okay. relegation. No, sorry... They are well, they are probably okay in relegation terms and Hull, and hull sorry large, yeah. and then when you get to Middlesbrough you're looking down then at that point and yeah. kind of like yeah I think I, I would personally love it if Middlesbrough went down I don't think it's going to happen but yeah well we mentioned I'm, I'm going to lay my cards on the table here I really dislike Middlesbrough. Yeah, after I'm, that incident, I'm, after what happened there after the game when we didn't win promotion, I, I've
1: got the same hand as you,
2: and I'm laying that down on the table, Peter. They are uh, their fans. The way they behaved after that game were absolutely Christ, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It's like but why would he, you go not go celebrate to winning promotion rather than go taunting opposing fans? All, the, all
1: the social media and forum crap as well. Yeah. Um, about the uh, the sending off, they were just they were just um, not only just scornful, but they were dismissive and pretty yeah. arrogant about the whole notion. What why would you even? Complain about Steven's getting sent off. It was such par for the course. It wasn't. It was a 50, pretty of the 000. course of Dean. Mike Dean. Go. Yeah. There we go. But, but yeah, but I, I, won't, think I won't talk
2: about my dislike of no. Mike Dean because that will take another show. Exactly.
1: But in summary, Reading and Reading and QPR are safe. Hull are only a point behind on forty-one. They're probably safe. We mentioned they've got to yeah. Silver and what's his face in as well. Um, they're looking pretty good. There is a four-point gap to Middlesbrough. So we're talking now bottom seven. Yeah, Middlesbrough on 37, Charlton 36, Huddersfield 36, Stoke 34, and below the dividing line are Wigan 31, Luton 30, Barnsley 28. What do you make of that? We have mentioned Middlesbrough. They're one of those teams that... I think...
2: My personal view probably is probably okay. Middlesbrough, Huddersfield, and Stoke will be okay. Yeah. Huddersfield and Stoke have pulled away a bit. They've dropped down a bit, but they'll they'll find a way of doing it. Middlesbrough will get enough points. But The Charlton. one I worry for outside the relegation of Charlton had a really good start to the season. Your local my team local now, my local team now, yeah. One of a few bright spots of going down. Would have, would have been that we be go to a literally I could walk around the corner for five minutes and I go be a away game. But so it's bacon butties at your house if yeah. so that happens, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> well, debatably, I, I I do worry for them now. Mm. I mean. Barnsley, Wigan and Luton, I think all picked up points, at, all A points at least at the weekend. Um, the,
1: the one thing I'll say for that is, as I said, Charlton 36, Huddersfield 36, Stoke 34, relegation positions 31 onwards. Um, I would say that Stoke have had a little bit of flutter again. They had a good spell under Michael O'Neill when he came in from, he took the island job, didn't he? Oh, sorry, he took the job from Ireland um, to come to Northern Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah. To come to Stoke. Um, he steadied the ship, he got them on a good, good run. Um... But ultimately, they're two points behind um, They're two points behind uh, Danny Cowley's Huddersfield, who sound every bit as well-organised as they are. Charlton do have a better goal difference than Huddersfield, so yeah. they've, they've got a bit of a buffer. But I do fear for them as well. I think they're a team that could sink in. Yeah. We? B- bottom three, we've got Wigan. We'll talk about the loan, loan part two. We'll probably get on to Albion loan needs. But Wigan have a couple of Albion loan players in, don't they? They're on 31, they look like the perennial strugglers the sort of yeah they've the dropped drops.
2: back from being in Premier League mm. they've dropped back without the money to being the normal I think
1: they're going to go down I think Luton 30 again they've, they've struggled I mean they did very well under Nathan yeah. Jones of course uh, ex-Albion um, they had a change of manager because of, obviously he took the stoke job originally yeah. and it all went wrong but since they changed managers I think it's Ray Harford the old stalwart came in and kept them going in the same vein but he was only there to the end of the season yeah. and I think
2: having that change of manager is a nightmare for Luton they really yeah. they didn't need that really right. um, I mean I think to be fair I think they've got to stick by uh, I, mean, I think he's still there Graham Jones um, who's there the one they brought in from West Brom kind of yeah, like yeah. coaching staff because it's you get promoted two years in a row like it was wasn't it so that's hmm. a really tough tough ask similarly Barnes obviously got a new manager now because they, they got rid of their old one it's a very tough ask when you sell a number of your best players, and yeah. they sold a couple more in January as well, I think. They kind of like basically let, let players go. They sold, the uh, one of the the Brentford players got a weekend pin that came from Barnsley, yeah. 10 to half. They sold like two or three others, I think, as well in the summer. They sold, I think, one or two more in January, yeah. their best players, and it's an extremely difficult thing. As we remember from the 15 years, you know, kind of like yeah. surviving, yeah. and we used to sell the likes so obviously for no any that sort of money, but the likes of... We sold like, Harding and Virgo pre season. That season we went down, and then Curry and Cullip at one point in the previous mm. halfway through the season. Yeah. And you lose from your best players, and it's very hard
1: to do, f- I do fear Barnsley. Generally a likeable club. I've run into a few yeah. of their fans through the years. Lovely people. But there's a six point gap. Possibly there's yeah. the issue of goal difference making that a seven point thing.
2: As does, it stands, doesn't look good, does I, it? if I had to put money on it, I'd put bottom three. Yeah. If anyone is in danger out of the, of the teams above, I would say Charlton Martin. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's it, yeah. So there we go. Well, that's the championship. I think what we're going to do is, we'll probably round off this episode now, because it's getting on a little bit, and we'll, go, we'll pause. We'll get in with a new episode coming up shortly, which will include League 1 and League 2. So, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, here's a bit more football stuff. Remember this one, Peter? On ITV choice run the roost over the prairie leaf oh dear the heart is a blur shit's up through the stony ground but there's no room no space to rent in this town you're out of luck apparently we have to talk over this and from time to time to
2: copyright reasons or something By the way, we'll have the answers to the quiz, to the quiz in the next show.
1: Or <laughs> the one after that, or the yeah. one after that. Whatever
2: we next remember. <laughs> here we go, here we go. There's the chorus
1: coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's a quick build-up. Everyone loves YouTube, don't they? <laughs>